I want to start by going back to the earliest stages of your of your life and ask about your first memories of fashion. Can you remember when you first sort of became aware of fashion or of clothing? Um, well, clothing or special clothing were introduced by my grandma. She collected uh, all her life um, costumes and wigs and shoes and everything around it. Uh, she was really interested in uh, theater. So I came there f as a small child, uh, dressing up in big dresses and uh, mm. sharing it with friends. I think that's my first memory of um, f yeah, feeling that uh, transformation when you wear something else. Mm. Um, I mean, you come into a story like in uh, you feel like you're going into history or you as a small child you suddenly feel like a grown-up woman in a, in a dress like that and I yeah I think that's my first fashion um, well fashion memory I don't think it's a fashion memory but it's clothing yeah uh, correct me if I'm wrong but you studied ballet when you were growing up is that right I never became like a professional um, ballet dancer or a school like that, but I, I did it a few times a week, so mm. I was really passionate about it. I, Is that uh, what you wanted to be when you were growing up, a ballet dancer? Well, when I was really small, I did, but um, I, I quite have a fascination for materials and working with my hands, and sure. I think, um, yeah, after, after a few years of ballet, I also noticed that I really like painting and working with my hands and I think yeah that interest became bigger than uh, than the dancing I think um, the moving body and dance is a big inspiration but I couldn't be a dancer myself because for me it's too abstract mm. you create something at that very moment and what I really like is to let go of my work at a certain point, like after a while, after I made a collection, it, it stays in Paris and people do things with it or people wear it or it goes to a shop or a museum and I'm, yeah, it's out then, it, mm. it's not part of me anymore and I think I, uh, I really like that, to be able to create something that afterwards gets its own life and that I'm not part of it anymore. And dancing is even more personal, I think. Mm. You, are, you are the form of art. And uh, yeah, for me, that would be too much. Mm. Yeah. I'm interested in this idea of sort of the individual within fashion and the designer within fashion, because I've read stuff you've talked about this before when you, you've talked about why you love to collaborate with people. And you yeah. said, you know, it's not just about me and my world, it's no. you have to bring other people in. And I think that's quite an interesting way to approach fashion, because I think at the moment, the industry certain sort of certainly sort of fetishizes the designer, like the star mm -hmm. designer, the key designer, the designer a celebrity, almost like that one person mm -hmm. symbolizes a whole house. But for you, yeah. is it much more about this kind of collaborative journey and much more about from what you just said then it sounded like removing yourself from yeah. from the clothing? Yeah, I, I can't Im I can't imagine any designing designer itself really feeling like that, that it's all about him or her because making collections and creating fashion is really always a big team of people that, that work together. Mm. And um, y you can't do it on your own. You, you need the people that actually make it. You can design something, but it has to be made. And 
those people are just as important in the process as uh, as the design itself and mm -hmm. yeah I, I like to go even a step further to take people outside of my atelier into my world or the other way around that I step in their world to to take inspiration for it and I think um, yeah I, I really hope to to achieve like things that I that I can't um, I can't create or even think of myself mm. um, and I really hope to uh, expand the collaborations even to um, more material research and uh, yeah the technology mm. uh, research mm. because it opens up my um, possibilities and therefore mm. also my design process and yeah mm. I, I, um, I sometimes I, I think I, I wouldn't oh. even see myself as an artist but working with people and creating all together something yeah, that that feels like uh, like an art project, but it's mm. always with people. I I, I I don't think of it in my uh, in myself only. Is that yeah. something that sort of began when you were studying at the at the academy? Is that something that kind of that idea of collaboration? Because I'm interested. We talked about where your your interest in um, clothing started, but where that kind of passion for technology, because that's so central to what you do, obviously. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really funny because um, a few years ago a turning point came because when I was on the Art Academy, I was almost against technology. Not that I was against it, but I just didn't know any way how to work with it. Mm. I really believed in, I can do it by my hands, I don't need it. And I even had discussions with my computer teacher that he said, well, you really need that computer. And I said, well, I really don't need that computer. <laughs> I can do all the drawings by hand and I do the handwork myself and uh, I can do it like that. And of course, uh, of course you can. But um, And it's the same for collaboration. At that point, I was so shy. I didn't even interact that much with my class around me. Mm. I, I was really in my own world. and. I think at that point it was good because it made me focus on my work. It made mm. me work hard and focus and experience what I, yeah, what I was looking for at that moment. Mm. And um, after a while, like I think the first two years that I started for myself, I I mainly did handwork, not even using the sewing machine that much. Oh, wow. And then um, somebody introduced me to the 3D printing and also to a company who does that and to an architect and then suddenly my my world opened up and i got less and less afraid for working with people and i started enjoying it and mm. for me that was really a turning point of being scared mm. or well it's also it's also scary as a as a creative person to share your process yeah. because you're doing that and it is scary especially if you're not so aware of your process or if you're not so aware of what uh, what you actually want then it's even more scary but yeah at that point I uh, I started letting go and I, uh, I opened up more to people and I'm, I'm really happy for that. I'm interested because no. there's a really interesting it's not quite a contradiction but it's almost like this dichotomy in your work between it being incredibly 
and this is a, a word that gets overused in your context, but yeah. very futuristic and very yeah. modern and very forward thinking. Mm -hmm. And with you know the amazing materials you use and the technologies you embrace, but then there's an aspect of it which is also so kind of traditional and almost that rejects sort of as you mentioned there fast fashion and you reject yeah. sort of some of the the modern aspects of the industry. I'm really interested in that sort of contradiction you have. I, I do things that I that make me wonder and I yeah one thing that I really don't want to be part of it is producing mass production and just being aware that most of it won't be sold mm. but will just be destroyed and um, also thinking that cotton industry is such a big threat for the environment I, mm. I really would not like to be part of it and I think it's much more of a challenge to start thinking what are other ways of uh, yeah. of creating clothes I mean yeah I, I really feel I, li I like uh, 3D printing is one possibility we have now but I really feel that there is much more possible mm. in, uh, in the near future and I couldn't tell you now what what it will be or how, but I really feel, uh, yeah, it, it can be a lot simpler than it is now. I really feel it's a complex process of that sketch to the trials, to the samples, to the factory, to the showroom, to the shop, mm. to the customer. I, I feel that it can be a lot easier and, well, you see it changing with music or video and all those things and yeah I really think materiality will change and mm. uh, also the, the process and that contradiction you were talking about I think that's really something inside me it's mm. also what I just told like before I was really not doing anything with the computer yeah. and now I do a lot with technology and I, I yeah I think that con contradiction is inside me always looking for yeah, for the best ways and combining them. Mm. I mean, the technology inspires me to uh, to do certain handwork techniques. Mm. Uh, for example, the 3D printing, I can make such a complex shape. It inspires me again for making it in another way than 3D printing by mm. hand. And the other way around the same. Mm. The handwork inspires me for a 3D printing design. So. Mm. I, I, yeah, I really think they uh, they complement each other. I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't want to choose uh, one, one way, way of working. Mm. It makes it boring, I think, as well. I'd like to talk a bit about couture because obviously that's where you you've now moved into ready to wear as well. But you started in couture. That's mm -hmm. kind of your your background. What does mm. couture mean to you? What what is sort of couture in your mind? Um, well, that's also something what changed. I mean, when I was in the academy, um, and when I when I was seeing haute couture or uh, hearing the word, then I was really thinking about embroidery and big dresses. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of couture. But I now I see couture uh, much wider than that. I I really see it. For me, it's the inspiration of fashion. It's uh, it's a story being told and I think it's actually the way fashion is sold in the end as well by uh, by making a really beautiful story and um, for me it's also my laboratory like the place where I can put all my time and effort in something um, 
Yeah, and I, I think it's the the part of fashion that you can really connect to uh, to art. Mm. I mean, a lot of people ask me, uh, is fashion art? And it's the never ending uh, never ending story. Yeah. <laughs> and I think big part of fashion is maybe not so much connected to art, but I think part of the haute couture is quite connected to uh, to art. If you look at the process and the amount mm. of uh, time and effort and love and everything in it, mm. and um, yeah, it's it's the place where you can really um, really discover new ways of uh, of working, mm. and um, and it's I think also the place where you um, you have to put or you have to um, dive into the history. Do you ever find it? Um I find that people view couture in a very set way and there's a lot of discussion where people talk about couture as if it's somewhat yeah. sort of irrelevant now and outdated and do you, do you think about the future of couture? Is that something that you sort of are concerned by or do you... I'm interested in whether people were accepting of your work being given this sort of perception of couture as being, you know, as you said before, like big embroidered dresses that yeah. don't really have much relevance. Mm -hmm. Have people been accepting of what you do? Um, yeah, they do. I, I, I have the feeling that the couture, uh, I mean, you have, you have the Fédération in, in Paris and they actually invited me to yeah. show that I, before I didn't even see my work as, uh, as being couture. Um, I, I have the feeling uh, couture opens up as well. I think whatever you do it's it's always about finding new ways of uh, of doing something and the couture is very much based on uh, tradition mm. but uh, yeah even that is i i really feel it's opening up and uh, it's um it's it, yeah it's looking for new ways com to combine with the the old craft and uh, even an old craft can can work really nice in a new material. Mm. So it's about combining the old world and the new world. And I, I yeah, personally, I really see a future for haute couture mm. because um, I, what I see is I find um, in the ready-to-wear world already that um, things and designs are so much repeating or coming mm -hmm. back all the time. I, I almost feel that the world of, of ready-to-wear or fashion is relati relatively so short that we come back too often to the, um, well, to the, to the repeatment. I mean, uh, I, um, I, I really think there is a place for haute couture to be the place where you can work on a new technique or in an, on a new way of, uh, of approaching uh, mm. your designs. And the world of uh, ready-to-wear for me is it's so fast. I mean, I, I couldn't, yeah, I, I, th I said it before, I, I couldn't make ready-to-wear if I wasn't doing haute couture because in haute couture I feel certain freedom in my creation. and. I think a designer needs that to mm. be able to create and um, in, in the haute couture I really feel I can explore a new technique like the 3D printing that wasn't wearable at the very start but the technique was so interesting that I wanted to, to, uh, to work with it and now it's, it's even 
um, adjustable to ready to wear. So mm. in the haute couture, it's almost like architectural art. You have a bigger amount of time um, because it's not about seasons. Sometimes I, uh, for example, I collaborated with Neri Oxman and then um, there was not enough time to develop the new material, so we just moved it to the next show. Mm. So it was a process of a year, and in the ready-to-wear you couldn't do that because mm. you just have to you have to have that collection ready and to sell it. And mm. um, that's why for me it's a perfect combination, like the laboratory in the haute couture to find out things, to to develop a new material or a technique or a new silhouette or anything, and then. I can adjust it into the ready-to-wear, and there's less time, but it's already done, mm. so it's possible. I uh, I would feel really, uh, really locked up if I would only do uh, ready-to-wear. Mm.